0: To, there are things in Crystal Lake that are actually worse than Jason. And I wanted to break this down into kind of like sections, so to speak. The first thing I feel that is probably worse than Jason across the Crystal Lake landscape is sexual harassment. <laughs> there, there are yeah. there are numerous <laughs> characters to avoid. Uh, yep. And I think we'll just whip through them. I'm gonna say our mate Steve Christie from Number One <laughs> should be yeah, yeah. <laughs> he probably should be avoided. <laughs> yeah, if you're a woman and yeah, maybe in your early twenties, best to steer clear of him.
1: Fair, I'd also throw point. in uh, the Daisy Jun- Ned from Friday the Thirteenth, also someone to be uh, someone to avoid. <laughs> Not only does he nearly kill a counselor with. A uh, bow and arrow, you know, trying to throw, show off those six <laughs> skills. He also pretends to drown to to get a kiss, <laughs> and yep. then he also performs a super racist Native American dance. <laughs> yeah,
2: he is. He's, he's taking a, a lot of, boxes. Lot of boxes. Yeah, Ned's yeah, Not a fan of <laughs> Ned. Yeah. I'm also not sure why it's during the drowning sequence that Kevin Bacon bars up. Like, that's that's a little questionable as well. So maybe we can consider what Ned was doing sexual harassment
1: to, by extension.
2: And by a large extension.
1: A large extension, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: I mean, I was this close to putting bacon on the list <laughs> just due to the fact
2: that he almost took an eye out.
1: Yeah, accidental, accidental sexual harassment. <laughs> oh, my
2: God. Just, yeah, you just walk in a straight line, buddy, right, straight line back to the camera so you don't hurt anybody. Can't help it. Yeah, and good, but good old
0: Steve Christie, look, the Daisy Duke shorts, the yep. little wispy moustache, the, the the is it a beret What's what's he got? What do they call the thing around his neck? For a t- handkerchief? handkerchief it? for a, yeah, it's a, yeah. <laughs> a handkerchief tied around
3: his neck. <laughs> just, yeah, that's quite simple. When he, when he sees Mrs.
0: Voorhees, he kind of makes a comment. The inflection behind his words is kind of like, "Oh hi, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you doing at this mess?" And it's very much a little bit of we've I've been there before. <laughs> you <laughs> suggest <laughs> he's harassed
2: her too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
0: He was probably only a step away from coming towards him with his hands out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's, um, okay. That's so let's, let's let's move let's move to part two. I'm going to throw Scott in the into this mix. Oh yeah. I, I don't know if anyone remembers Scott because he's yeah. hardly <laughs> he's hardly on screen. Yep. But um, he he winks a lot. Which <laughs> he's a winker. That's never a good song. <laughs> he's always going. <laughs> <laughs> doing this kind of bullshit <laughs> But also I mean of all the pranks And don't get me wrong Shelley still leads the list by falling out of a cupboard With an axe in his head But why are you stealing people's
1: clothing
0: and <laughs> running off like it's bloody meatball? Uh, <laughs> like,
1: this guy. And then he then yeah. he gaslights her once he's upside down, like, <laughs> like, come on, stop messing around, just take me down. Come on. What I did wasn't yeah. that big a deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm only running around a camp naked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, yeah. I think she apologizes to him in that scene, actually. Which is crazy. <laughs> Yeah.
3: In
0: that guy, he, hits, he 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 nails it. I reckon he's, when she runs away, he's hanging upside down going, yeah, got it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I that really was definitely that. his
2: plan. Like when he's yeah. doing it, you can see he's trying to woo her and I'm kind of like, yeah, that's not wooing, sorry, that's harassment, pal. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a form of harassment. And this, Put the clothes down, find uh, another
0: prank, you know. There's, there's another part of it that always made me laugh when you look at the the context of him stealing your clothes and stuff when they're about to go out on the piss. Paul goes, Um, yeah, we're going out, we're going out on the piss. The yeah, anyone who wants to come jumps in the truck. And like that girl, I can't even remember her name, is it Terry?
1: Terry, I think it's Terry, actually. Yeah,
0: again, she's pretty nameless because <laughs> again, she barely gets a lot of screen time, but she goes, oh, I think I'll have a night in, and he just goes, So do I. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: Like scar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: he looks super excited about the fact that she's gonna she's gonna hang out and he's gonna hang around like a like a yeah. He's a baby, Tom. Basically. Yeah, take yeah. it easy,
2: dude. Just take it easy. Yep.
0: Here's this is this is the guy for that I feel is the absolute top of the the pops. <laughs> Axel from Part
2: Four. <laughs>
1: In, in, I don't know if any character in such a short amount of time, <laughs> you know, makes you disgusted so quickly. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: I mean, his opening statement is, oh, she's a good-looking girl. <laughs> yeah, the,
3: the she car- was. one of the, no, corner she goes, <laughs> <laughs> the
1: corner goes, oh, yeah, she was a real cute girl. Was. Still is. <laughs> oh, God. <gosh>.
0: Holy <laughs> shit. And then he ends that comment. Thankfully, it gets cut off, but he goes, you just go over there and you take your pants down and then the bike goes <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yes. <laughs> oh. Yep uh,
2: I mean man, Axel, Axel again is is um, versatile Not only is he, is he a pest but In that regard He fucking puts his sandwiches down on dead bodies And then fucking picks them up and eats them again Oh
1: like. my lord Yeah <laughs> I haven't seen covered, this guy. <laughs> I haven't seen a more insensitive ambulance Or a coroner since Yeah Rob Zombie's <laughs> ambulance driver's there In Halloween 2 where they're talking oh, about yeah. <laughs> banging corpses in the back and shit.
2: That's <laughs> no, right. Imagine no, him it's... and Ted. Uh, sorry, Axel him and Axel doing, doing the job there. Good like, lord. Fuck.
3: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, he is just the worst. Yeah,
2: he's re- the worst. Rep yeah, he's, he's pretty bad. Yeah, and he
0: he also pulls the whole um. He's <laughs> the fact that he goes into that little. I don't know. Must be the. It must be the morgue, is it, where he is? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. And it is totally dark except for a screen <laughs> with a heap of women in <laughs> the sand going, <laughs> sticking their bums
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know you're not working yep. out, Axel. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah.
0: You can't fool me, mate. You weren't doing a <laughs> rave. <auramics. laughs> yeah. Yep, and then he starts putting the absolute hard word on that. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. It's just horrible. It is his performance, and as I said, he's Fakler at the Police academy. I don't. I expect
2: much more from him. You expect better.
0: I also had Professor Lowe from Jason X. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh sure. Self-explanatory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, anyone is getting their nipples clamped, <laughs> as you said It's some sort of future
3: <laughs> those tongs, yeah, clam- I
1: don't know what's going on there <laughs> yeah, get that away, get that
2: away from me that, <laughs> although like that I will
1: a- say, I will say Janessa was more than a willing uh, participant in this, this <laughs> oh, ordeal it seems yeah, yeah. yeah. It's,
0: it's less sexual harassment, more just weird
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should not be happening but,
2: yeah um, I think you've um, uh, you, you've got a couple more in the in the you know watch out for this person category. Um, I think yeah. Ted from Part Four deserves a mention. He's a little bit more. Uh, oh yeah. He's not as overt, but he's wandering around forcing kisses on people, and uh, yeah, sorry Ted, you just you're in the category for sure. And as we mentioned, old mate from Part Five that can't can't keep his fucking tongue in his mouth when he's talking to people like. <laughs> He's, yeah. he's on the list. Yeah. That, that's, I think that list probably comprises, guys, I think that probably comprises the Crystal Lake Sex Offenders Registry. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. yeah.
0: And if part three was any indication, Jason was this close to <laughs> on the list. Yeah, That's Jason true, too, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also threw Donnie in. <laughs> I think that's. Oh, think
1: yeah, from, from the remake, sure.
2: When you're trying to um root <laughs> Mannequin upstairs in your in your scummy looking loft. Yeah. yeah. I know he's he's probably not on the he's not on the list just yet, but he's definitely on the watch list. He's in the high risk category, so <laughs> yeah.
1: exactly. As long as he's kept, you know, she took his virginity, as long as that's the only person or thing he's he's been with. <laughs> Donnie can keep to himself, that's okay. You know, yeah. we don't judge. Yeah. As soon as he gets out, though, in public, it becomes a risk.
3: Yeah.
1: He might join it. Exactly. Might join that registry.
2: Yeah. It's probably um, it's for the best that he seems to be far away from a community. So. Exactly.
0: Yeah, he's, he's deep in the woods. I mean, look, let's face it. Nobody's going out there
2: too often. And, yeah, you
0: know, I think he'll probably be okay. Yeah. All right. I'm not, now going to throw out, I think, food poisoning is pretty high on the on the list of things that you could potentially get in Crystal Lake. Yep. Now, I'd be avoiding these these particular places I'm about to speak about, like the plague, because you actually might get the plague <laughs> in there. But the Crystal Lake grocer run by Harold and his oh, yeah. absolute Ooh. bitch of a wife who seems to be ripping him a new arse every turn.
1: <laughs> Yeah, he's introduced manhandling a rabbit, and then he goes around (laughs) eating brownies and fish food at one point.
3: He's eating fish food. He's
2: putting donuts back. I wrote down a a hit list during that scene. I kind of wrote down a breakdown of the scene. So here he goes, um, he allows his rabbit in the vegetables. He opens up the pack of the peanuts, has a go, swigs some juice, Pinches a donut. Um, this is all before. This is all minutes before seemingly blowing a gasket on the crapper.
3: <laughs>
2: and when it when it hits, his wife describes it describes it charitably as sloppy. Describes his habits as sloppy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's saying the least. There's a lot more I would add to that.
0: Oh. But we also, I also believe when he's when he's sitting on the crapper, dropping what can only be described as the nastiest <laughs> <laughs> diarrhoea in the history of the bloody film. <laughs> he he picks up a bottle of Jim
2: Beam or Jack
3: Daniels. Or something. Yeah, he's got some
1: Jack Nasty. Daniels.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. I mean, his wife nags him, but judging we've we've known the bloke for five minutes, and I've already decided that. <laughs> She's in the right. Like, she's put yeah. up with a lot. She has put up with a lot. <laughs>
1: Harold, you can't yeah, run this look, business she- if you're eating everything in the goddamn store.
0: <laughs> you know what, yeah. though, Brandon? I think you said earlier on, um, you know, when we were talking about Jason a little while back, was he was more beast than man. <laughs> well, I think Harold <laughs> may also have joined that company because <laughs> he is definitely a beast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's, he The worst part, the worst is yet to come, though. I mean, he gets up off the toilet without wiping his (laughs) ass or washing his hands for reasons like (laughs) it's not Jason kind of shakes the toilet or kicks the door open or something. He just hears a noise, a random noise, and just sort of gets up. Pulls his pants back up and wanders out. He might be thought if he ran into someone bad, he'd just have to touch them. they <laughs> uh, run off
3: on
1: him. I could never. If I knew Jason was outside, I'd still have to wipe. In perilous situations, I can't do it with a, as they describe, sloppy ass. I can't
3: do it. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Wait a minute. And he's and Harold's not the only wait, wait one too to go through the series without wiping their ass. No.
2: Well imagine trying to get imagine as we've spoken about Adam when you when you try to break out into that first kilometer and you're trying to run it at a three minute pace. Imagine having trying to do that without having wiped your backside beforehand. You. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, not you pretty. You slowing down. It is not pretty. It's easily down to
1: four and a half minutes. Okay.
0: <laughs> it's kind of like a. It's one of those hobbly ones
1: where you, your ass is all clenched up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the stingy ones. Yeah, you don't like them. <laughs> oh
2: man.
0: Oh.
2: oh but as damn. as I said, like he's just a he's just a dirty bastard. His his poor wife is at her wit's end with the like, he's just <laughs> He's just, yeah, he deserves all he gets from her. Like, she's tried. The woman
0: has tried. So the Crystal Lake Rosa, yeah, look, avoid that shit. Like the plague, but also avoid Ethel in Junior's place. <laughs> 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 Don't think to stop in to clean the chook shed for a, a meal is going to be worth your job <laughs> because I'd say it's not going to be. No,
2: absolutely not.
0: I mean, it's, it's, it's vegetables in water, but you've got to boil them. <laughs> like, you can't just chuck them in there. It's, that's not how it works. <laughs> you have to boil those things. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh- and just off 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 to the side, shouldn't Junior have been at the Anger Institute
3: oh, no for doubt. Um,
0: for anger issues or
3: something?
2: Well, they've definitely had conversations. I mean, one of my favourite parts in in that that movie is when um, she rocks up to start abusing the people at the institute. And uh, I've already forgotten his name, but the, the councillor's like, my Ethel, looking lovely this morning, and sort of, you know, gives her a bit of stick that way. But, yeah, they've definitely had conversations about, you know, take this guy off my hands, would you?
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, this guy is a lunatic. He gets on his bike. When, when something doesn't go his way, he gets on his bike
2: and rides around like an asshole in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ethel, Ethel's she's she's aware. I mean, that her best line in the movie is, you big dildo, eat your fucking slop.
1: What <laughs> 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 a charmer.
2: So, number one, she's aware her son is a big dildo, and number two, she's aware her cooking is fucking slop. So, at least she knows. At least she's, she knows she's in the in the shit there. She's, yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely not fit for human consumption. And let me tell you, mate, I'm not knocking on the door when I'm a, a vagrant <laughs> I'm passing that house and continuing
2: on. Yeah. If Jason doesn't get you, her cooking's going to. You're going to have a hefty fucking dose of gastro. You're going to be fucking. <laughs> You're going to be fine now. You're to Belgium.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, the last thing that I, I would, um, I think is probably worse and I'd avoid, like, the plague if I was in Crystal Lake. Is anything relating to medical practitioners or (laughs) medical areas? Because the Crystal Lake Hospital, of course, has old mate Axel (laughs) handling corpses, putting food on it, talking about how he wants (laughs) to have sex with (laughs) dead bodies. Yeah, he's hardly the right bloke for the job. No. And on top of all that, the airbows from Part Five. They come out of that hospital. One of them's a mass murderer, and the other guy <laughs> proceeds to tell everyone if you're looking at it, a hacked up body that you're a pussy. you crying <laughs> about it, you're a
3: pussy.
2: <laughs> so, there's a lack of empathy. Yes. <laughs> And I would go further to say Adam that if you require um, treatment for your medical conditions that your, your mental health conditions sorry the younger Institute and dr. Cruz are not not super qualified your needs yeah <laughs> so yeah well I'm yeah. still
0: trying to work out what dr. Cruz's PhDs in yes
2: yeah <laughs> But the American, yeah, the-, uh, the American Medical Association, or you know, they need to get down to Crystal Lake and have a look at what's going on because it's really it's it's a public it's a it's a public safety issue. It's a bigger one than Jason. Quite frankly, Cruz is a fucking nuisance. <laughs> the,
3: guy, the, guy,
0: the guy, is doing nothing. What his PhDs in? Um, People with uh, strange bloody abilities to telekinetic powers. Like, is that what he's,
1: he's into? Or yeah, he's like he's... a Professor X of Camp Crystal Lake, that area, yeah. <laughs> 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 Professor a Jason team. X. Yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. I could watch that.
0: He's <laughs> <laughs> Professor Jason X. <laughs> when, the, when the chips are down, he'll use you as a human shirt.
2: He's just he gets Oh my god!
0: Oh god! Yeah, the other problem with the Younger Institute of Mental Health, I think we sort of touched on it before, is I don't understand how you get in there because if is if your biggest issue, well, I suggest that uh, you wouldn't be there. And yep. putting two nymphomaniacs in the same place—bad <laughs> call. Yep. Uh, the whole thing is just—it's um, <laughs> just trouble all round. Definitely. All right. Also, they've got an orderly who. Um, seems to snort a lot of cocaine.
2: Indeed. Our, our
0: old mate is a, a cocaine feed from way back.
2: Yeah, he gives it a good go. I think he's going to have to get some treatment on his nose <laughs> shortly <laughs> to sort that out.
0: Definitely. Go two towns over. <laughs> There's no point <laughs> in going to the hospital yeah. here. <laughs> you, you'll never know what you might end up with.
2: Yep. Um, All right, well, let's move. Well, Sorry, Garrett, go I ahead. actually think... Uh, I don't know if you're you're heading in this direction, Adam, but Brandon alluded to it earlier that when you're talking about sort of hygiene issues, yeah. On my count, there's four four people in the series who do not wipe their ass after they go to the toilet.
0: Yeah, <laughs> please, please enlighten me as to who those four are. <laughs> so,
3: so Again, we're going for Harrell. the
1: most. Uh, you know, this is the the, the, the quintessential uh, you know wrap up of the, of the Friday Thirteenth series here.
3: It's yeah, definitive.
2: Uh, this is, the this is <laughs> for me.
0: Who did I not mean, wipe their buttocks? <laughs> you you <laughs> cannot quarter, talk about
2: you cannot talk about Halloween. Uh, sorry, Friday the thirteenth without talking about the horrors of not wiping your ass. I mean, it's it's prevalent, <laughs> <laughs> and the the offenders are parts three and parts five. So, by my reckoning, the people who do not wipe their backside are Harold, <laughs> <laughs> the stoner. What's his name? Uh, Chuck, is it? Oh, uh, Chuck. Yep. So Chuck doesn't wipe his backside. Might I add that Harold and Chuck both seem to be wearing whites. They're wearing white underwear. So, guys, like, seriously, fuck <laughs> you. You're going to have some real trouble later in the laundry. And then part five, <laughs> part five, I believe we have, is it part the greases? five? The greases. The greasy asses <laughs> don't wipe their backside. <laughs> and... Demon. Demon. That's right. So we have four people throughout the series who just don't practice. I mean, we, look, with well, the situation that we're living in now shows you the dangers of this. Just wipe your ass. As Brandon said, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to see if Jason's hanging around without doing that first. <laughs> just, you're just yeah, not. I, I, and the other thing with Demon is you have eaten a
0: large <laughs> amount of. Very nasty shit, mate. Like you should not be singing on the toilet. You should be focused on getting all of it out <laughs> and cleaning yourself up, right, mate? Yeah, clean up duties. You, you've, you've you've got a lot of you've got a lot of work on, mate. If you, if you yeah, especially while your girlfriend
1: you serenades a you outside.
2: <laughs> so
1: put I mean, it this way.
2: If I'm him, going maybe in, that
0: makes him more comfortable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe that helps to work it out. Um I think just look at it this way. I can imagine, like, as we we recently watched Outbreak Adam. I can imagine those yeah. scenes of the thing spreading. So you've got Harold at the grocer, infecting everything. You have Demon on the toilet, obviously not wiping after <laughs> he's doing his business, but he's offering food to everybody that everybody that goes anywhere near his van. So then take into the take into account that those guys are ending up at the morgue. Axel's fucking putting a sandwich on it. <laughs> <laughs> so the, I'm gonna put I'm gonna posit that the whole Crystal Lake fucking uh, the whole Crystal Lake hospital is in, infected with this shit too. Like he wasn't practicing, he wasn't wearing gloves, he wasn't doing any of that shit. So uh. it's just it's it's rampant. Crystal Lake is going
1: down. Crystal Lake is in lockdown for fucking years. I reckon Jason's the healthiest man either. Oh yeah, I mean he's a carrier, but he's got the antibodies. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly, exactly. All those years in the swamp and the lake, yeah, his yeah. <laughs> I mean, immune system's fucking top all- notch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been running his own wet market down at down <laughs> in his shack for years. He's just fucking eating animals fresh off the fucking fresh off the range. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, look, you're right. They're, those guys are in lockdown forever and quite frankly Crystal Lake is ground zero for <laughs> 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 any bacterial uh outbreaks of the past, you know, of yep, the 80s. Definitely. All right. Let's roll on. I've I let's start throwing out a few characters that we felt You just didn't get enough. You didn't get enough time with, and you'd like to see more of them across the the franchise. I'm going to start with, I would like to see a little bit more of Chuck and Chili out of part three. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I guess stowed to the eyeballs. They really don't get much to do, but I would like to have seen a little bit more. Just a little bit of maybe a little bit of character development to see where they were at, what were their issues. You know, that the film would have it could have been, it could have been much better. I think.
1: I don't know about that because Chilly spends much of her runtime walking around the house going, "Oh my god, oh my god."
2: <laughs> so I,
0: the this, way the way I that I think about this where it
2: shows them the way that I think about this is of, we need them instead of Shelly. Just I I think I'd prefer her wander around saying oh my god <laughs> for sure for sure we got There's
0: one particular scene where they do like a panning shot across the entire group and they're sitting around it's when Shelley and the other bloke are um juggling and the shot of those two especially her she's just like this
3: <laughs> 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 <Just down laughs> I <in her laughs>
0: I'm like, yes, let me, give me some context to this. (laughs) How did we get here?
3: Yeah. Yeah,
0: I can Uh, see where you're going there. Get rid of, yeah, you would have been able to take a few minutes off Shelley's just crap that he was up to.
2: Yep.
1: I mean, speaking of stoners who almost get no lines, uh, David, I think, from part seven. Was pretty stoned, I think, the oh, entire movie. Yeah, <laughs> but he does get laid. He does get laid, from what I remember. But then he's killed. Like we get. I just want a little more. What's going on with David? You know,
2: his character arc is essentially he goes in there, he demolishes a few cans, he's fucking punching, <laughs> punching down Pierce before anything happens. He's not talking much while he's doing that. The next time we see him, he's rolling joints. Then he gets laid. Then he dies. <laughs> like... He gets the whole Friday <laughs> the Thirteenth experience.
3: He does. And the whole <laughs> couple time minutes. he says about
2: three words. So yeah. I, I agree. I need. Let's put David at front and center. He's the new Tommy for mine. I want to see David uh, as the
0: as the protagonist. <laughs>
2: yeah. Like he
0: he comes along. You see him smoking a joint. Forty minutes later. <laughs> Forty minutes later, as the movie moves into its finale. He,
2: he wakes up, he wakes up on the sofa, man. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well that, as Luke mentioned, maybe getting uh getting so hammered slash stoned that you're fucking <laughs> unaware of what's going on is, is the way to avoid Jason. Just pass out in exactly. a room somewhere. He walks in, he walks in, sees you're your fucking flailed on the bed or something, and he thinks, oh well I've done I've killed them already, so I'm, yeah, I'm going really to the next them. room. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: Obviously, I need more of Jimbo from Part Four.
2: Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Of
0: course. Chris of course. <laughs> we missed out on some real genius there, I reckon. Yeah. And I actually kind of liked him, and I liked his relationship with Teddy. Yeah. I thought all that shit was pretty good. Like, they actually they created a couple of blokes who seemed like good mates, and the whole you know dead fuck thing was yeah. was rather amusing throughout. Um, Teddy was I a would have real, liked to have
2: seen a bit more. Teddy was a real jackass and, <laughs> and um, it seems like one off screen too, might I add, not to <laughs> not to get too. Yeah, he uh, goes
0: on like a ball bag in yeah. that bloody doko.
2: Yeah, so like, I... But you're right that two of them work together really well. Like that whole dead fuck stuff and the computer is just, it's one of the best things about the movie, <laughs> that insecurity that Crispin Glove is displaying throughout. And then, you know, how he's turning around going, he thinks I'm a dead fuck, he thinks this is funny. And like it's, just, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant.
0: And I would love to have seen him as the, as the, Kind of protagonist and take Jason on with some dance fight. Yes, <laughs> dance
1: fight like for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, I like he could it.
0: have taken him on big time, whooped his ass. Yep. <laughs> Part five. I would like to have seen. Of course, I would have loved to have seen more of Demon. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, His story is just undercut. He's barely there long enough. Um, and I believe he was, was. Was he supposed to be like a rock star or something? Is that? I he dressed like Michael Jackson.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, or you're delirious Eddie Murphy or something. Yeah, not <laughs> a control.
0: So, and I assume he was a rock star or a singer or something. I mean, he had pretty decent pipes when he's on the-
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both directions, mate. <laughs> <laughs> pipes in both ends that were working pretty well. <laughs>
0: Um, I would love to have seen more of David. We talked about it before, having like a, a him in a different show where he's running a food van or a like chef, you
2: know,
0: I could see that really sort of striking a chord
2: with the front of the audience. Definitely. Absolutely.
0: I also would like to have known what was actually going on with the greasers.
2: Because, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, the greasy, the greasy asses.
0: One of the is actors, what like one of the actors, actually says that people have sort of indicated that those two were possibly gay. Which I don't know. They were not on screen long enough to really. I didn't really get that yeah. from it. Well, Um, one of
2: them them does treat the other one like Harold's wife treats Harold, so it could be (laughs) some sort of, you know, a a long-developed relationship there. So could be, could be. I mean the fact that the bike's like fix the fucking car. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. even know
0: what's wrong with it? And you give him like roasting about fixing the car. Yeah. And you what? You give it him like two minutes. You, I'm going to take a dump. That's a two to five minute job. <laughs> I fix the car in that much time? I need ten minutes at least.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think you've pretty much covered a lot of the ones that I had sort of uh, picked out. I'm going to throw. Look, the guy does get a few lines, but Brodsky, Jason X, I need more Brodsky. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Needed to be said. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely, definitely more Brodsky. <laughs> you need to get more Brodsky into the film. Yeah, I mean, Come it's on. it's the, because it tried to inject a little bit of the aliens into the, the, the situation, we don't really have another Brodsky in the series. Crate and Duke is pretty close, but they're very different. So Brodsky and Duke I could do with more of either of those guys for sure.
0: <laughs> definitely. Definitely Creighton and Duke because I still, it, they kind of made him like, Super mysterious, and you didn't really know what, how much he knew. He seemed to know a lot more than he was letting on. But
2: I actually think he would have been better as the hero, to be honest. I mean, the guy has a compound. I want to see what he's doing in the compound.
1: Yeah, what's he doing when he's (laughs) not searching for Jason? What's his everyday life like? Exactly. Grocery shop, honestly.
2: It it lends itself to a Buffy the Vampire Slayer type. Monster of the Week thing. They talk about how how he's taken down five other serial killers or something. There's five seasons right there. Like, tell us who. Yeah. And Actually,
0: he gets in on the. He actually gets in on the sexual harassment slightly, as well, because he tells he tells the sheriff. Remember. Your missus uh, doesn't know what she's missing out on because she hasn't had a chance to get in with the Duke. <laughs> yeah,
2: there you go. That's oh man, it sounds like uh, Stephen Williams might have been a little bit close to that on set too. But it, yeah. there was, a, there, was, a, was oh, no. there was an insinuation he, was that he might around,
0: have around, baconed up. Yeah, he might
2: have <laughs> dropped his pants at one point. <laughs> so yeah, that's a little bit uncomfortable. Oh, Duke. <laughs>
0: I also had this – for some reason I wanted to hear from this guy because he never spoke. His name was Miles. He was in Part (laughs) 8. And, yes, you guys know who was Miles. He's the guy that – he appears right early on when they go into the cruise ship with – I can't remember what the main hero's name is. Yeah, the
2: Captain's Son. Is that the one? Captain's Son. He's standing right
0: next to him and he's holding the sexton. Yeah. Thing in the box Yep And He disappears We see him one time When they They do the um, He speaks over the loudspeaker that, Oh the ship's going down <laughs> You see him in the corridor And then he runs up the mast And gets thrown off And I think he does not speak One line in That entire time Hmm he doesn't speak at all, and according to the Crystal Lake documentary, there was a whole backstory for him. He was a swimmer <laughs> or a diver or some crap. <laughs>
3: I'm like,
0: I need to know him just a smidgen more about this guy. Just give me a line or two. Yeah, anything like because he just he's just there. Like obviously, just there to get killed.
1: Right. Yeah. I liked uh, sh- the sheriff from Part Six. He's got a, a fairly substantial role, but I, I could have seen him. Uh, A bigger one, honestly. He's just a a fairly decent character in
2: in the series. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he's also he's like a standout in the series of someone that's putting like roadblocks in front of the protagonist, but you're still on his side because you're looking at it and you're like, he's making all the right decisions. He's not he's not doing anything out of line here. He's not just picking on campers or anything like that. He's looking at Tommy and looking at the background and going. No, you're not going anywhere. You're getting out of my town straight away, which is a is yeah. a sound decision.
1: Yeah, he's um, funny. Yeah, they make he's a him- pretty good dad.
3: You yeah,
1: know, and he's got a competent final fight there. I mean you know, he doesn't do anything stupid. It's not his fault he gets folded like a fucking pretzel or whatever. <laughs> spine crunched in half, but uh <laughs> the poor guy put up a fight. So.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I,
0: that. I would have been happy for him to survive. Yeah. See, yeah. I honestly, I would have been happy for him to survive because I found him, as you guys are saying, competent, interesting, a good performance. Like, it would have been worthwhile having him survive. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess they had to kind of throw in that he dies. It, it puts Megan in danger further, you know. He's no longer there to protect her sort of thing. So Tommy's got to step up. So, I get why they did it, but yeah, I could have seen him being like in the next one, sort of thing, you know, like they kind of did with Halloween with Sheriff Meeker, you know, in the Halloween series. They brought him back for the fifth one, and that was, I actually thought that was a cool, cool move because he was really cool in Halloween four. So the same thing could have applied here. Although the Friday the 13th members, you know, someone was already writing a script for Part 7 whilst Part <laughs> 6 was probably getting filmed.
3: <laughs> so
0: they were, they were about to roll tape on Part 7. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He didn't have time to put him in there. Uh, I don't have any I, – I, I don't mind Court either, the dude in Part 6.
2: Yeah. See, Court was yeah. another example of why. This is why I like part six. All these characters are good, and Court is kind of like your jokester. you kind of the one you're trying to get a few laughs out of, a bit of comedy relief, a bit of comic relief, but. Again, he's likable. You kind of like him. You like having him on screen, like that bit where he's talking about the fucking rocks and talking about how they're markers and all this sort of shit. That was great. Where the kids are looking at each other, going, "This guy's got no no idea," you know. But um, I think that's yeah. That, that a lot of the a lot of that uh, part six stuff was really strong. I think that's why a couple of those characters come off pretty well. Really well, yeah.
1: I had uh, the, any other characters? Yeah, the only other one I had was him. Um, and again, it's not because she leaves much of an impression, but it, I was always curious when I first watched this as a kid. The FBI agent at the beginning of Jason Goes to Hell, who you know survives this ordeal, gets him killed, and then I thought as a kid would come back into it later on to like finish the job or something, but it's just completely yeah. forgotten. I wonder, you know, it might be a fun. You know, she seemed like she was kicking ass and taking names, and
2: yeah, well, yeah. she's yeah. getting she's getting the she's getting one of the big jobs there. You're going to be you're yeah. going to be uh, working on the Jason project. <laughs>
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I figured maybe yeah, she comes in and, and assists Creighton Duke, but again he's not you know, he's not gonna take no fucking assistance. He doesn't need no help.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he works
2: alone. He's a lone wolf. Exactly. Except yeah, except he, when he, he, he needs help he needs help and if he does he's gotta break a few bones before he before you he can help. So <laughs> that probably yeah. explains why he's a lone wolf.
0: I need you to help me, but um while I explain what we're gonna do, I need to break <laughs> every bone in your head. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> That's why he's a live wolf. Everyone goes, no, I'm not interested. Yeah, no, I want to keep like, my, oh, hands. Want to yeah. like my hands. I
2: like my fingers working.
0: <laughs> Thanks. All right, the last thing I wanted to cover, because I think we've got as many characters there as we can slide in, people we would have liked. The last mm-hmm. thing I just wanted to look at was <laughs> Crystal Lake seems to be an extremely large body of water, or as you pointed out, Jared, in part seven, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Two feet Not really that big. So, yeah, you seem to have debugged some of this for
2: me. Oh yeah, but I wasn't well, I wasn't looking at the part where they docked the cruise ships, so that's yeah. a whole other part of the lake.
0: <laughs> well, this is I sat down and just kind of sketched out what sort of shit is around Crystal Lake. <laughs> like, yeah. here's
2: Crystal Lake. Do you want to go movie this by movie a... here and start adding what's in there or what? Well, Cause... okay, let's let's roll it movie by movie. Okay. There's Camp Crystal Lake. Yes.
0: Which, or Camp Blood. Yep. I guess you'd call it. Which is,
2: is slightly removed from town. We get that in the first one. Yep.
0: There's a bit of a gap. Yep. Also, it's also got to be Camp Forest Green, I guess, because yeah. that's what it was in Part 6. Now, we am I correct in assuming that Camp Forest Green is the same camp?
2: That's what I got. I imagine so. I'm pretty sure it's, yeah, it, it looks, from what I can tell, it's the same camp.
0: Okay, so that that camp's there. Yep. Then you've got part two, which is another camp called Pacnac Lodge. mm mm-hmm. Right? So that's obviously on the border of Camp Blood.
2: Yeah, that's a different. If they camp.
0: step over that. They step over and they the find camp, the sign. Into camp Blood.
2: Yep, correct. And so we, we also, must be talking uh, acreage here. Yep. And we also find out in this one that um in town there's a reasonable watering hole that that we'll have you all night, so. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. They I mean, the place down. is
2: pumping. It's absolutely <laughs> pumping. They need bouncers. They need the whole, they need everything. There's
0: a lot of band in there. Yep. Jesus. Okay, so that's just outside of town. Then in part three, we've got Higgins Haven.
2: Yep. Now, is that a camp or is it a house? That's just holiday and, housing, uh, isn't it? Looks yeah, I don't know. Like a lot pro- of barns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I took it as a private a, uh, barn. a private holiday residence. Okay. So that's
0: not a camp. But it, <laughs> there's two camps and then there's this set of housing because yep. you can add the Jarvis house and the, I don't know, the house next door, which which I'm assuming is also a rental.
2: Yes. <laughs> you
0: know, if you want to get blind and have a big, big weekend. <laughs> but we also, uh, big
2: up. just going back to part three. We have Harold's store, which is says it's the Crystal Lake General Store, right? So it's close, but then the store that Shelley goes to with Vera seems to be a different one. They're not getting food poisoning. They're 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 at the, <laughs> they're at the uh, clean Crystal Lake Convenience Store.
1: So well, that must be the s- a different one too, because the one from number two. Where Crazy Ralph's, you know, shouting at people as well. Or, or number one, that's a different general store, right? Where they picks up or oh, no, he's driving her to Camp Crystal Lake, so maybe that's far away.
2: Well that's in a that's like a diner in town or something, isn't it? Or something like that. That's right. But yep. Either way, either way, we're just there's there's Crystal Lake is big enough to sustain a number of businesses, so it's ever growing. The population is thriving.
0: Unfortunately, um you may not get food poisoning at the one that Shelly goes to, but they don't accept food stamps, do they? <laughs> and
3: Correct.
0: they're not real keen on people who have Velcro wallets. <laughs> Back about fifteen years ago, I'd have been in trouble.
2: <laughs> yep, I'd have been right there with you, mate. I think I had a, I think okay, so- I, I had a blue Billabong. Number? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Used yeah, to get yeah, into the sunny. shop. Yeah, that's 20 bucks, thanks. <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs>
0: Surely you had a Velcro wallet. Yeah.
1: Oh, when I was a kid, I absolutely did, yeah. I think uh, once I was able to actually put money in it,
0: I,
3: I, I switched. Yeah. yeah,
0: I think you go for leather when you're about... Twenty five, twenty six. <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Shit, this well,
2: this be, wallet stuff does not. Most people work. go earlier, Adam. I think I think you hung around the longest. I think I was out, out of it by about twenty twenty one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it became a problem because women just get too excited when they hear that Velcro strip rip. I couldn't get exactly. anything done. Yeah. I mean, exactly. you
2: can't do you can't do your shopping without fighting them off.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Alright, so so coming back to where we were. So you've got you've got a number of shops in close proximity. The Brandon, you brought up part two where Crazy Ralph sort of hassles them in the phone booth.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: There's a there's some sort of bar or um shop or something there, plus there's a tow guy. He tows yep. the car. Yep. Mm. So there's a tow truck shop there. Um, is that the same places where Annie was at part one? Because there they drive to the camp.
2: Yeah, I'm assuming that's that, the, that's. I took that as that's that. Yeah, that's the same town as part one, where they encountered Annis and Co at the diner, and Crazy Ralph was doing his thing and pestering everybody like he does.
0: Yep. Okay. So we've got and we've got that. that, that that's kind of where your shopping areas and that are. Now you've got the Jarvis house. Higgins Haven and the house next door to it, yep. which seem to be people's homes and/or rental properties.
1: Yeah, yes. residential area.
0: Now, residential area. Like part four, the funny thing about part four is Rob goes, uh, oh, "Is there anyone else up here?" Like <laughs> <it's> basically, <laughs> those two houses <laughs> have been built out <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. <laughs>
2: like,
0: <laughs> but obviously, close enough to the lake because they do go down for the skinny dipping session and everything.
2: They do. They're close to the lake, and this is yeah. where we get uh, this is where we get the Crystal Lakes, or uh, I don't think it's um, it's ever really said, but it's Crystal Lake or Wessex County Hospital too, Adam. So, as we said, ah. with the finest stuff that you can you could possibly <laughs> ask for in the hospital, with Axel and Axel and Co. <laughs> treating you. Yeah, the finest that money can buy down there. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs>
0: Okay, so we move on to part five. Hunger Institute of (laughs) Mental Health. Yep. Seemingly, it doesn't sort of indicate where in proximity to anything else. No. I mean, I feel that part five is in like an alternative universe. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Crystal Lake, and then they also have Ethel and Junior's place.
2: Yeah, which has got to be close. Somewhere. Got to be close proximity because the nymphos are able to walk onto their property for a route, so it's not too far away.
3: Yep, then and I mean it is
2: still that,
1: rooted yeah. in the 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 universe of Tommy Jarvis. He's he's brought there in the beginning, so I guess it would be fairly close to his house in the fourth one. I mean, maybe not. I, I don't know how long that car ride is. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, but then you've also got where the truck stop or whatever where Damon was peddling his <laughs> yeah illegally peddling food stuff. <laughs> Dodging health inspectors. And the diner where the bloke turns up for (laughs) lava!
2: (laughs) Guys, (laughs) there. Which seems to be sort of a roadside diner, right?
0: Yeah. It doesn't have anything else connected to it, as far as I could tell.
3: Yep. (laughs)
2: <laughs> so part five,
0: that's its coverage. So part six, we had Forest Green, but we also had the town where the, the sheriff's office is, which looks much more metropolitan than the other parts we saw in, in one and two. Yes. Um, it's, it looks a bit bigger and and seems to have a bit more to it.
2: Well, we are we um, are speeding towards the two thousands here, Adam. So there's been a couple of years worth of development around Crystal Lake slash Forest Green. <laughs> so is there anything else
0: in Part Six where they they go like yeah you know, like? A diner or food or anything like that around there. Just I mean the
1: cemetery. I don't know how how, how close yep. they bury their dead to this summer camp for children, but <laughs> yeah, that's around, yeah.
2: Yep. <laughs> and they also stop uh where she picks him up by the phone booth is some sort of store, but they don't really say Carloff's
0: store or yep.
2: whatever. Yep, so they don't they really say what it is. That seems to be kind of disconnected as well. So.
0: Yeah. Moving on to part seven. The shepherds have a house. Yep. And then there's the house next door. So again, we're going into residential areas where they're seemingly built on their own. <laughs> it's a holiday haven, right? Yeah, it's kind of like holiday homes. So they're out there, and I don't think you see anything else in part seven, do you? I think it's all confined to that that spot.
1: Yeah, pretty where, much. Um,
0: where the houses are.
1: Yep. Yeah, the lake bit at the end there, right? <sighs> or with the doc and her dad and stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's all very close, I believe. Yep. To where the houses are. Okay, and then then on to part eight, where we seem to have a summer camp when we first open the film, because they show the the shot of the, the the two people in the boat, and they're looking at what looks to be a summer camp.
3: Yeah.
2: So I guess that was <laughs> the that same c- same place. I I I thought that looked just like camp. What? Yeah, pretty much. It seemed to be, yeah, all all that forest green, Tina, whatever, all that stuff seemed to be pretty close proximity, so I took that as the same camp. Couldn't be another one, could there? Shit. (laughs) Well. Maybe. You'd
0: think that anybody who's looking to open a camp in that area would have been reading up on its history (laughs) and going, yeah, look, (laughs) let's move it. Next county. kilometres down the road. Yep. Yeah. And then we have the cruise ship dock (laughs) that is that on Crystal Lake or is it a little bit further out? I imagine it's
1: probably where the uh, lake meets the ocean. (laughs) Exactly, Uh, yeah. Pretty easy spot, obviously. I guess that's really where all the tourism comes to Because if they can dock <laughs> ships In <laughs> Camp Crystal Lake Like, that's non-stop money for that town That's what keeps it right. alive
2: Especially given you imagine- it's obviously close to New York You're getting a lot of holidays from New York I mean, Gosh. everyone's trying to escape
1: That fucking cesspit so <laughs>
3: Exactly, be- yeah <laughs> Let's go
1: to Crystal yep. Lake <laughs> I, can imagine- yeah. I cannot imagine a worse Cruise to be sh- Sailing to Camp Crystal Lake <laughs>
0: Yeah, but people go, well, let's take a, a nice little holiday to Crystal Lake. Well, they've had a mass murderer there for 10 years. <laughs> yeah, but th- there's no toxic waste barrels. Yeah,
2: yeah. We've got I mass murderers out tonight. The so there's, there's numerous mass murderers just wandering the streets. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do <laughs> I want to contend with one guy with a machete or 50 junkies outside all with heroin needles threatening to stab me?
2: <laughs> yeah, this is a simple game of this is a simple game of statistics.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The risk assessments did done. It's we're far less uh, likely to get killed in Crystal lakes. <laughs> okay, so uh, look, I, I'm, the cruise ship baffles my mind because I'm not sure exactly why you would have that there, but it's there. Then in part nine, you've got Joey the the diner. Yep. And oh And yeah. the police station.
2: The burger joint run by
0: Yeah, well that's yeah the that's part of the diner. Run
2: by what turns into burger face by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then you also have the Voorhees House.
2: Yeah, which looks like a fucking palatial manor. Looks,
3: yeah.
0: Yes. And in pretty good nick, considering fantastic. <laughs> nobody's been been there for, for years, I assume. Yeah. That's kind of how they kind of couch it. They don't say that Jason's been living there.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's where he has been doing his cleaning and whatever. That's why the shack's in such disrepair because he's moved on to the manor.
0: Yeah, maybe. He's wandering around in a little smoking jacket.
2: um, Yeah. And
0: his slippers every night. (sighs) Yep. And the last thing that I can remember, and maybe you guys could add a bit more, but just the Crystal Lake research facility <laughs> seems to have cropped up in uh, what is, I think it's in 2050 or something like that. Isn't that where the, he first gets frozen?
1: No, sorry. I think he, it's 2010. I actually think it's 2010 when he gets frozen, and then it's like 25 or 24, 50 years. No, yeah, he's already been frozen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, we're waiting on the future. He's been frozen for 400 years. He's not getting up. He is not getting up. Yeah. Even if he's alive.
2: I mean, if it wasn't for that bumbling tit Azriel, he'd still be there. So we'd all be safe from Jason. But yeah, But it looked like it quite. It was a massive research facility too, because they've got the the room where Jason is stored is just. It's just a cavernous kind of warehouse. Mm. Not to and mention
3: just- that this
1: in 2010, it's a post apocalyptic <laughs> hellscape uh, <laughs> i i don't know what's happened to earth at this point yeah again all another those- another environmental uh, message they want to lay underneath these films yeah. Yeah.
3: all those bloody I reckon new they yorkers should have started... had a little
0: scene where it said remember remember the environmental purge of 1983 <laughs> where harold <laughs> harold <laughs> the bloody plague back on us yeah it's a
2: it's all those all those bloody new yorkers decided to start moving to Crystal Lake and then we started, well, let's build a sewer here and start fucking flooding it at midnight too and then, you know, you mix that in with Harold and people start mutating and all sorts of shit and then we end up where we ended up in Jason X. <laughs>
1: it's a cautionary tale. I think... <laughs>
0: And judging by the way these guys fly their ships, I'm sure a lot of it, Earth was destroyed by the <laughs> <fight
3: work>.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Rode through cities. <laughs>
3: oh, shit. And yeah, no one well, did we know, shit.
2: We know that one idiot was a pilot during the Microsoft conflict, so he definitely, you know, people like him <laughs> definitely caused most of the damage, I think.
0: <laughs> Is there anything else that you can think of that's surrounding the lake?
2: There's probably a few more things that are mentioned, but I think, yeah, that's that covers a lot of what was seen in the movies. And I would
0: posit that... That lake's not big enough for all that shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen a lake that has multiple summer camps (laughs) attached around (laughs) it ever in my life. Like that blows my. You'd be able to wave at the people from across the lake. (laughs) Like that's so stupid.
2: Well, it's it's uh, this
1: this one, and what
2: is the? Wasn't there a competing camp in Porkies or Meatballs? Oh no, Meatballs. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, 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 you're
1: right. Yeah, it's the (laughs) kid. A so, lot of
3: meatballs,
0: <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, what though? You could look across the lake and go, oh, shit, the... um. Looks like the Institute's let its (laughs) its patients out for the day. (laughs) Yeah, but some of them are hot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Imagine, you know, when you're a counsellor picking where you want to go (laughs) and Crystal Lake comes across, you think, well, shit, there's often nymphomaniacs just walking around Crystal Lake. So (laughs)
3: how
1: about (laughs) (laughs) that? I mean, if you want to really throw a wrench into this, you can also try and and suss out how close this is to... uh, Springfield and Elm Street, and how they try to. you yes. know, You can in Freddy vs. Jason. I love the fact that they hop in a van and they're like, "Let's head to, let's head to campus to late, guys. We'll be there an hour." And it's like, wait, aren't you several states away?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. They tried to. They tried to hide it with by putting it kind of like a. I think they might have tried to put like a. A time lapse or something, but it doesn't come across <laughs> at all in the film. So it's kind of like we're here, so yeah. you're here. <laughs> like five minutes ago.
3: <laughs>
0: Yep. Oh man. Yeah. Look, I think that's the entire map of Crystal Lake, um, and there's a lot there. And I dis I, I I don't agree that it's possible. <laughs> but, you know, no. What is It's living on its own um, own rules. All right. Look. Let's wrap this up. We'll finalise this just by getting everyone's thoughts. It's been 11 movies now. Are we still comfortable? It, it's been 10 years since we had a film. Mm-hmm. So the last one, I think, was in 2009 or 2010.
3: Yeah. Oh there's nine. obviously
0: been a, a, comp- a computer game that came out. But other than that, we've seen pretty nothing. Pretty
1: successful uh, fan film, fan. too, right? That Never Hike Alone was pretty big. Yeah, yep. there's been a
0: couple of fan films that are okay. Yeah. But... My question, I guess, to f- finish this all off is, taking out the 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 legal stuff because it's obvious there's legal issues and that's part of the reason why it's taking so long. But I mean, are we all comfortable to see a new film? And where where would you like it to go? Do you want it? Do you want to go? Do you want to follow the remake or do you want to just start again? Like, where? What 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 would you guys think would be the next step for Jason?
1: It's, I, I wonder, I, I like the fact that a lot of these series have been, you know, similar to the, to the Halloween reboot. They're they respecting the originals by following, you know, just that one. You can still have your sequels in that whole continuity line if you choose to go that route, or you can just choose to watch this one and this one, and that's this little story. But with in terms of Friday the 13th, I, if they ever make another movie, I, I don't want them to ever go back to the first one and try to do a sequel to that original. Like a lot of these series have been doing. If it were up to me, I think I'd just honestly like a, st- a movie where I guess I guess it'd be considered a sequel where the characters already established. They can set up whatever look they want for him. If they want to go weird zombie, they can or they can go what I prefer, kind of the Derek Mears version of the, the character. It doesn't have to be a sequel to that remake, but just a movie where Jason is being Jason at a summer camp set it in the 80s because whenever they try to set these in modern times it always sucks. But what I realized about watching this whole series is that there's so few movies of just Jason doing Jason stuff at the summer camp what what we all really love about it and then it's just like they keep trying to do something different and every time they do typically it sucks. <laughs> but the times that they're repetitive, you know, that also is sometimes a hindrance. But I'd like to see if someone make just a, a nice lean Jason at a summer camp killing teens in the 80s, if they were going to ever make a movie about this, don't try and make this uh, a smarter horror film that we're getting today. Uh, this isn't one of those ones that you can put some underlying themes or messages underneath, you know what I mean? Or you probably shouldn't. But if it were up to me, yeah, I would just go kind of a clean sequel. You can throw out all of the continuity if you want and make a sequel to the original if it's just Jason doing Jason stuff. But again, the original doesn't really establish him as a killer, so I don't know how they do that, so... I don't know. I don't need another movie because I think these movies were best when they were in their heyday of the 80s and that's where, you know, we just kind of evolved from it. But Slasher being my favorite subgenre of horror, if you make a fucking movie, Friday, this is Friday the 13th of the title. I'm going to it. You know, opening day. So... <laughs>
2: Yeah, I I am similar, except I probably do need another movie. (laughs) I'll take (laughs) as as many as you want, but I agree. I wouldn't make it a, a continuation of the first one. I would just make, as you said, a new Jason movie. I would probably want... Maybe to get Derek Mears back If he's still interested to do it But not necessarily set it within the same continuity Or anything like that Because essentially where we got to Is everyone was making their own design of Jason They were taking elements that they liked And leaving everything else So just do that As you said Just take your Jason story and tell it With the characters that you want to tell it Take the continuity that you want Forget the others Just make your Jason movie of Jason at a camp And get this thing started up again And see where it goes
0: yeah I would agree, I think you're both right there. I would love to see them just 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 do it right. Like a slasher movie is not that hard to get right. What you need to do is stick to the formula, but give the characters a bit a bit more meat. Maybe that's the key here. you don't need to have 40 kills in 80 minutes, you know like because that's part of what I think pushed this series into sort of parody. Was that you were just running out characters that nobody knew And nobody got to know at all mm. And then just All it was was just death I want that but I also feel that you can do it right By just making it a, a clean slasher 1980 set A group of characters that we like And Jason doing his thing I must admit, I would like to see if somebody could come up with something decent from the Friday the 13th angle to uh, go on television, whether or not you could do something with that on TV and make it a a series, because it seems that going into series territory for some of these things is actually working, because they can build and they can actually explore some things um, a little bit more. The big thing... But the problem with... Be- you couldn't do it with Jason.
2: Well, that's the thing. I think uh, I heard Sean Cunningham's idea a little bit about that, and I was kind of like it didn't excite me all that much. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, well, he y- you can't really have Jason, can you, week after week? we get sick of it very quickly.
0: You know what, though? I actually think you could take a – and I hate to say this because I dislike this one of the films – but you could take the approach that Part 5 was trying to take, which was <laughs> – the mysterious killer,
2: yeah, mm.
0: who is acting like Jason, and you could potentially do something with that. You would have to be very careful about how you did it, and you would have to try and integrate Jason as best you could, e.g., his crimes, his even what they tried to do in five was seeing him, you know, seeing him as a hallucination. I would, uh, I think it could be done, but I- you'd have to take a deep look at it and work it
2: out. I would more look at the Bates Motel model and think maybe talk about Elias and Pamela because Bates Motel was, I loved Bates Motel. I thought that was a really great series. So, and the whole series was how Norman became Norman, but it was heavily focused on his mum too. So maybe that could work, you know, it's it's hard to look at these things and replicate them, but that might be another idea to take.
0: Mm. I guess I you, you, it has a real interesting fan base and whether or not you piss them off with that type of thing.
2: Well, they already did. I remember the, the comics, the two-part comic that was Pamela's story, and essentially Pamela's story was the, the car ride uh, where she picks up Annie. Is it Annie? After Enos yeah. drops her off, whatever, she picks up Annie in the first one. And the the comic is that we know who who has picked her up, so it's the conversation between them and then they do flashbacks to what led Mrs. Voorhees to become Mrs. <laughs> Voorhees. So it's yeah. a concept that's kind of been explored, but I just think, yeah, it's, uh, it's so hard to do it with Jason. And what do you do with Jason week in, week out, you know?
1: I think if they were to make a movie, it would all come down to, for me, the pitch, the concept, but also if you could just get an interesting filmmaker in there, someone who clearly cares about the, the material and someone who's good at... Kind of like hard hitting horror. I would love if uh Alexandra Aja or like Fede Alvarez or S. Craig Zoller even to 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 take up this series and do an entry like something like that. I think could just mm. shake it up. And if you get a nice prolific filmmaker in there who who knows his shit, I think I think you could come up with a pretty pretty solid slasher for for an audience that seems to still want them.
2: You know? Hopefully, Blumhouse makes a hard run at it when the when the rights open up because. We know that they're always going to look for a, a, an idea and hear the pitches and, and pick the one where it's like, yeah, that's that's interesting, let's go with that and give it to the people, like you've just mentioned, someone who wants to wants to have a good go at it will do it within the budget and, and will get the creative freedom that they want because that's pretty much what happened with Kenny Powers and co. <laughs> with, with Halloween, Yeah, so. yeah. The
0: problem you've got with Friday the 13th in, as, as opposed to Halloween is you could focus on Laurie Strode, hmm. and which is basically what they did yep. in the um, in the new Halloween. They focused on Laurie Strode. It wasn't about Michael Myers. It was actually about Laurie Strode. Yeah, yeah. And because Laurie Strode's such a strong character, played by a really strong actress, it works. You don't have anyone to cling to in Friday the
2: Thirteenth. But there's nothing, Tommy there's, nothing to say there's nothing to say you can't start with Tommy Jarvis again.
0: Yeah, you could bring Tommy in. Or something like that. And make it about Tommy. And I think that would be probably the first step to kind of build it around, is build it around Tommy. Because you can't really build it around Jason. You could build it around Jason in the 80s because they were just per- punching out the same film, right? Now, although you want to keep a certain continuity to it and a certain style and keep having the films a little bit like they used to be, you need someone to cling to. And I think Tommy's the guy. If you can get Tommy and make him a character that we can get behind, I think you could get something out of it.
2: Yeah. I think you probably, uh, if you're picking from pre-existing stuff, I think Tommy's the place to start.
1: Yep. Yep. Where would you guys put this uh, series? I guess in in ranking of maybe the the top the top guys there.
0: Hmm. Good question. Uh, for me, it's always been the one that I've gravitated towards.
2: Is it still after watching a while? Is that because you're is that is that you're, uh, you're a sex <laughs> pest? Is it because you, you, you look at like tennis and you don't?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you don't <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and relatable people. i am a noted scumbag, and this <laughs> this
3: my, my ideals. <laughs>
2: No,
0: it I still I, I teetered a little bit watching it this time. There were there yep. were periods where I was thinking, Holy Christ, this is a slog. Like watching part eight, I could not wait to get it out of the DVD player. I was like, what?
3: <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is taking forever. Like I was I actually ended up I was wanting to fast forward, but I just thought you just can't do it. You just gotta watch the whole thing. <laughs> but if if I have a choice when it's coming down to watching these films, it's usually Friday the thirteenth yeah. then Halloween, then Freddie. I'm actually less less into Freddie,
2: yeah, yeah, I think uh uh and Brandon might be similar because i obviously I'm a little bit younger than you, Adam, and then Brandon, you're the youngest of the three of us, but because. So I obviously, Scream was the one that kind of wrapped me up in horror, even though I was over at your place getting exposed to some of these things and reading Fango well before Scream, Adam. I was aware of these characters Mm. well beforehand. I think because of Scream, I then jumped onto Halloween, and Halloween was the next one where I was like, yeah, this shit is just great. So for me, Halloween's always been the peak of the big three. Jason is next. Jason and Freddy have always kind of been close, but I think for me, Halloween is the one that number one. It, it 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 was the one that really wrapped me up after that scream sort of fever hit. And number two, I think looking back on it, it's probably the one with the the most number of genuinely good entries. Which is, yeah. it's not a high bar, but, but I think it's got the most number of genuinely good entries. And I'm, I'm with you, Adam. I, I do love Freddie, but I'm less for the, the, the quipping and the, and the carry on. I'm more for the, the silent silent stalking sort of Jason and Freddie. Uh, yeah, sorry, Jason and Michael stuff.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah my for
1: you, Brandon? Same. Yeah, I go back and forth between. Leprechaun and critters, but no. I definitely, yeah, no, Halloween's always been my favorite. I forgot about those ones.
3: <laughs>
0: I forgot to think about them, yeah, they're above. That's a different, that's on a higher level like, in comparison to some of this other stuff.
1: But yeah, I mean, uh it, then it always comes down to after, you know, Michael, it comes down to Freddie and Jason, and after rewatching them this time, uh, I think it does kind of cement. There's just there's just a few extra entries in this series that I find weirdly entertaining. And again, this one's got the better remake. I think it's got the better, you know, kills overall. When you look at the series, maybe not in terms of creativity, because Freddie does have a lot of creativity. But in terms of just, you know, the eye rolling comedy, this one's definitely toned back a bit. And, you know, it's got fucking Creighton Duke. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and it's got space it's got space yes Brodsky. <laughs> Freddy has yet to go to space. demon yeah, yeah. Freddy's got no <laughs> no demon
0: do you know what this is what I reckon Halloween obviously hit it out of the ballpark so it's going to be surviving for another number of years because obviously they've got two sequels in in place so it's 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 well and truly established again Friday got the brief right about its remake it actually did it to the best it possibly could uh, and took it in the direction that most people probably were happy with, with Friday. I think that was kind of why it was fairly successful. I'm actually, honestly, I think we it'll be a, well, very, a, quite a while before we see Freddy again. Because I think The so. remake was such a turd that I think it, it, it kind of... It might have fallen off the radar a bit and you could yeah, probably say you the same that
2: Friday, it's been ten years. They're taking they're taking pitches. Like Mike Flanagan. Someone like Mike Flanagan yeah. is talking about his pitch for Elm Street. So as soon as I mean if the rights kind of pan out with the Craven estate, it'll be going as soon as they can. So I actually think Friday is the one that's currently dead in the water. It's gonna compared be on to the, the on other you reckon. Yeah, because Cunningham and, and Miller can't can't sort of sort this out. Well they're you know, their their legal teams can't sort this out. I think Friday, I mean, they've already missed a grand opportunity. If you could have had a movie on the back of the game, you were in business, I think, because that would have been coming around the same time as Halloween, getting some buzz. Friday the 13th had just captured a new audience, even though the game kind of uh, turned some people off. Initially, there was a buzz and a lot of people were playing it. So I think you had captured sort of new people. I mean, you talk about your nephew, Adam. Like, he was into Mm. it and then he watched the movies. So mm. like that's exactly the people you wanted to capture with a movie and I think Halloween is now pole position Freddy is probably next because I don't think the rights are as tangled as as what we're seeing with Friday and I think Friday has just it's already missed a grand opportunity and now it's just it's just they're, they're fucking just wrestling in the mud at the moment
3: mm.
2: which is Friday a bit sad Friday would be the
1: easier make you know for a studio Yeah I I, I mean, you don't have to worry about getting an actor of such caliber. You know what I mean? I know that there were (laughs) rumors of Kevin Bacon, which signed me up. Bacon is Freddy (laughs) Krueger. Holy shit. Hard or not, I'm watching that. Uh, But But yeah, I mean, plus the budget, I'm assuming on a Nightmare film is going to be much higher, especially with today's effects and and all that trickery. So I'm assuming that despite the... uh, rights issues, I'm hoping Friday gets off the ground eventually, I remember there was, I've also read a lot of the pitches they've had over the years one of them was a found footage style that one almost got to production Mm. I really hope they don't go that route
0: No, Uh, that really doesn't work, I don't know what they were thinking there Yeah I think there was a bit of desperation in that Um, Oh, I'm sure And maybe it had to do with the rights, because you know suddenly the rights got tangled up not long after all that shit was mentioned um, but, yeah, Jared, you're probably right. Freddie's probably in a much better position in that the Craven estate and all that stuff is probably not as big an issue as what we currently have with yeah. Friday. I think, um, you know, when we – you Brandon, you've, you've hit the nail on the head that it's easier to make a Friday. Yeah. You know, you can toss out a Friday that, you know, you know the formula, you can get it off the ground. It's Freddie just needs the right a little side. bit more this, thinking. This
2: shit could be going for years. And I think that's—I think uh, whatever's happening with Freddy's—it seems it's less complicated. And as soon as it gets in the hands of the Craven Estate, I mean, we've talked about wet beaks, Adam. And if you got—if you got this sitting there, you use it, you make the cash out of it. And I think that's what is just just drifting away with Friday. Like they're just—they're just locked in this legal wrangle that I just can't see being untangled anytime soon.
1: Which is so frustrating because for a series that. You know, for a series called Friday the 13th, no one gives a shit about, I mean, it's just the name, you know what I mean? It's not like Halloween where everyone takes place on Halloween day or anything. It doesn't do, and it's a great, it, you know, it's a great image, it's a great title, and you immediately kind of get the tone they're going for. But yeah. it's a shame that there's the rights issues is tied up in the title of this movie and this character they were still able to use. Like I wonder if they could just do something without the title and use Jason somehow. Yeah. Like they are still gonna lose maybe the some crowd.
2: It's funny because Sean Cunningham, although he's you know, the the godfather of the series doesn't have a lot of respect for it. I mean, you read Crystal Lake and you watch that doco and he doesn't really care for it. It was just a moneymaker for him. But then when Victor Miller says, hang on, it's my moneymaker too, all of a sudden it's it's fucking all hands on deck, the guns are out, and Cunningham's Mr. Protective. Like, you just got to cut him a slice. I, I would just say, let's get Victor Miller in on it, dang. Let's make money because at the moment no one is making money. So. Yeah.
0: Hmm. But, yeah, I would agree I'd love to see Blumhouse with this Mm. because what they did with Halloween is exactly what you need. You need a shot in the arm. I mean, Halloween actually spoke to a younger audience. It didn't just speak to us as fans. It didn't speak to people who love the original. It spoke to everybody. I mean, that's why it made fucking $300 million or whatever it made. Mm. The reason being is because it spoke to... A lot of people and the the marketing and everything was fantastic and it turned out the film was, as advertised, very good, you know. Yep. So I'd love to see them take control of Friday. Oh, mate, I'd be happy for them to take control of Freddy too.
3: Yeah.
0: I think yep. they seem to be very interested in horror films and I think they will get it done at a budget and not blow, you know, oh, we need to, we need to spend $50 million on this and then not make it back and bury the series type of thing. Mm. Yeah. So... I'm comfortable with having another Friday as soon as possible as long as I get this rights fucking sorted out. All right. I think that wraps up, that wraps it up. The definitive. <laughs> Forget about Chris Lake Memories. This is, it, this, is, this is five episodes probably. Yep. Five episodes worth of this. Forget about Crystal Lake Memories. I mean, it's, it's them damn this enchiladas. This will test the patience of all our listeners to have to listen to us crap on for five episodes about this. But. Uh, Brandon mate thank you very much mate really good to have you involved it was really really good time mate and i hope, hope that um hope that we can get you back for another another franchise in the very near future
1: Absolutely no i'm glad i had a reason to go through and uh, and watch these again not not much in my schedule mid quarantine so it wasn't <laughs> too much <laughs> off my back yeah mm-hmm. so
0: well, that's good, mate. But look, and thanks again to Luke for providing his thoughts on the, on the series and his rankings. Keep an eye out on our Facebook with regards to the next episode that we put out. But until then, everyone take it easy, look after yourselves, and uh, we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers.